Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Volume. Hey, what's up, y'all? T-Bob here reminding you that you can come hang out with me and Aaron Murray live on AMP Monday through Thursday. AMP is a new live radio app. You just download it from the Apple Store. You can actually call in, text in, chat with us directly during the show. It's a ton of fun. We're at Snaps, right? Snaps, your favorite college football podcast at Snaps, Monday through Thursday, 1 Eastern, noon Central, on AMP. Download it and come hang out with us today. What's going on, everyone? Welcome in. Um, happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, USA. Uh, I hope you're all able to celebrate with friends and family and loved ones. And I hope you're all having a wonderful time. This is the second holiday edition episode of Snaps here. As Aaron remains in Lake Oconee, I remain in Toledo Bend, Louisiana, had a ton of fun fapping in at the water park yesterday. Just a fantastic mm. time. That's the family adventure park. That's the fat there, my friends. Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, and oh, today, since it is a holiday, here we are. Uh, we're going to do a little holiday-themed snaps. We're going to talk about, we're going to pick one team from each conference that's going to be the most explosive offensively this fall. Get it? Like fireworks? Mm. And in honor of this glorious country that we are blessed enough to be born into and call home. And absolutely, she's not perfect, but she's the best place to live on earth pretty much. Uh, we're going to talk about who is America's team when it comes mm. to college football. So, as always, youtube.com slash at volume snaps, like, subscribe. If you want to help other homies, push 2K, let's go. And uh, Apple, Spotify, if you're listening, rate, review, share with your friends. Aaron, what's up, man? Happy 4th. Happy, happy 4th, everyone. Stay safe. Enjoy the fireworks. Lots of hamburgers. Lots of hot dogs. Uh, what do you eat on 4th? Anything anything outrageous? I feel like in Cajun country, it's a little bit different. No, so um, so it's interesting, right? Because where I'm at right now is North Louisiana. 
man Louisiana and Taliban. Like I said, I am basically in Texas. Like I am in the far, far, far northwest of Louisiana. So culturally, this is much more like Texas Bible Belt than the rest of the country. Now, there are definitely still some Louisianian uh, idiosyncrasies, but culinarily, uh, no, I mean, we're going to do burgers, dogs, ribs, you know, mac mm, and cheese, mm, just just the mm. classic fare. Maybe the closest to anything that we would have done differently yesterday was I told you we went fishing and we caught a bunch of catfish and did a huge fish fry, but only to learn today that I guess the sock lay were hitting. And even though we drove an hour to catch 60 catfish, they took them an hour to catch 75 sock lay. Unbelievable, dude. Um, sock lay, that, that's French for sack of milk. It's supposed to be the best eating. We call it one of them things. But that's fine. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. It's all good. It's all good. You know what? Shout out my butt. Captain T, I still love you, dog. I'm the Jonah. I get it, dude. Um, what about you, Aaron? Just hot dogs, hamburgers? Any Anything going on? Over hot, the hot, hot dogs, hamburgers. Uh, you know the classic little corn, the cob action. Maybe some grilled chicken. Uh, you know what and I like mac to do? and cheese, like 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 the, the the bad, the bad for you box mac and cheese, like going big. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like like fuck those calories today. We're gonna eat the good stuff. You know what I like to do? I like to take, huh. and I pretty much do this with every big holiday meal, so it's not July specific. But I like to take every element on my plate and I like to just mash it all together. Not like mash it, but I mix it all up. So I'm, mm, I'm like mm. mixing the mac and cheese and the potato salad with the ribs, yep. with the hot dogs. And I just want it all to be one amalgamated mess of flavors in my mouth. It I, get, so I can just see it being stuck in your beard and that beautiful yeah. chest hair of yours for a while. And you, so you can't touch. Everything has its own ecosystem on the plate. You stay away, you what? don't touch. Nice to No, yes, I am a fine child. Sometimes I do borrow Max's plate because it is a little bit easier because they have their own little cubbies yeah, little where the food, yeah, where the food belongs. I, I love it. It's genius. I don't want my mac oh. and cheese touching my, my, you know, veggies or whatever else it is. Yeah, no, it has its own spot. It has its own time in the meal when it needs to be eaten as well. Yeah. I need you to get a bite. I need you to get a bite where you have green beans, mac and cheese, ribs, and potato salad all in the same bite, and Sounds you're going like, to be blown away. You're going to be like, wow, yeah, T-Bump is right, dude. Blowing up my ass. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Look, hey, <laughs> I didn't say anything about that, okay? I make no guarantees in that regard. I've already taken Pepto a couple times this trip to just lock my <laughs> shit up, okay? So, I mean, I, yeah, fair. Fair, I suppose. All right, speaking of blowing shit up, Let's talk about what offenses we think are going to blow it up come this football season. Which, again, guys, we're like fucking um, – we're close. We're, we're less than two months away from this thing yeah. getting underway, and I am incredibly excited. We're a couple of weeks away from SEC uh, media day. So, let's kick it off then. Um, Aaron, uh, let's start uh, blind pick. Uh, ACC, who Woo. in 2023 will be the most explosive offense in the ACC. I think there's no doubt about this one. We talk about it. We've talked about it multiple times when it comes to returning starters for this football team, but it's got to be Florida State. Yeah, you got a quarterback that was the most efficient quarterback in America to finish the season off. They return a talented receiver. They got a talented tight end from South Carolina. They got stable backs, multiple. But first of first, when you want to talk about offenses, 
you got to go to the quarterback position first. And you look at the ACC right now, and yeah, you got Drake May in North Carolina, but Drake doesn't really have anyone to throw the football to. They, they don't have the horsepower that Florida State has. You look at Clemson, questionable receiver. I'm not in love with the quarterback. You got a good running back. That's about it. Florida State has everything you want. Quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks in the conference. Some of the top receivers in the conference. Going to be probably one of the most uh, versatile tight ends in the conference as well. They check off every single box. It gives me confidence that Florida State is back. And Florida State's going to win the ACC this year. And it's going to start with that offense being the most explosive offense in the conference. Well, Aaron, um, Mm. we used to always do a huge 4th of July fireworks show here at the lake every single year. Something that my, my old man became known for, right? And uh, the playlist would be the same every single year. And every year, it would start with one of the all-time Led Zeppelin greats. The song remains the same. And when it and you think about the SEC, you know, you can think about getting fancy, Florida State, Jordan, Travis, Mike, no, no, no. The song remains the same. It's the mm. Clemson Tigers and Cade Klubnick, the five-star quarterback, finally being teamed up with an offensive coordinator worth a five-star quarterback. I mean, you saw all the quotes from DJ Uengale this offseason. Um, he was not put in a position to succeed. And what does Dabo end up doing? Look, those who forget history are doomed to repeat, right? Um, or maybe you can even go with – uh, what's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over. Dabo did something drastically different from Dabo. He fired one of his guys, an in-house guy that he raised up. The same path that Dabo took back then. He never does it. And then he went after the hot name, Garrett Riley, Lincoln Riley's brother, the guy who just made Max Duggan in that TCU offense and one of the best in the entire country, way better than they ever should have been. That is so outside the norm for Dabo Swinney. It is absolutely going to pay huge dividends. Uh, so, yeah, I know you're going to say, oh, they don't have the skill weapons, blah, blah. They got no, Will no. Shipley. Okay. They oh, got Joy. And they oh, wow. got Gary wow. Riley. I mean, Lincoln Riley's doing pretty good, dude. I don't know. I mean, that's about as corny as uh, Carson Beck is right there, that that that, that offense that you just <laughs> no, talked about. No, no. Uh, no, no. You, want to talk about you want to talk about different songs, though. You want to talk about different songs, T-Bob. Let's, the last year, Florida State was the number one offense in the ACC. So, like, there was a different tune last year. It wasn't the yeah. same old, same old. Clemson was yeah. number five in the ACC when it comes to yards per game, number four when it comes to points per game. Florida State was number no, one in on both the ACC? But who won the ACC? We're not ta- we're not asking the question. This is not a topic of who's going to win the ACC. This is a topic of who's going to have the most explosive offense in America. So get your shit together over there, Florida State Seminoles. Fucking chop on, baby. No chance, dude. You've been yeah. hanging out with Canel. Uh, uh, did y'all? Did you and Canel just play a golf tournament together or something? Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah. He sprinkled right. the little fairy dust in my ear. Uh, next on the list, uh, let's do Big 12. Big 12, most explosive offense here, Murray. If you listen you to the first. show. You go um, first. And, well, and to be clear, I, I haven't done all mine as maybe who's going to be most explosive. Also, I'm also doing some offenses that I think are kind of um, ready to blow up in a big way as well, right? But for me in the Big 12, dude, you know who I rode with last year. 
I became a yep. cute little rock hawk Jayhawk boy. Um, however, mm. when Jalen Daniels went down, not Jaden, when Jalen Daniels went down, things changed significantly. Now, look, Lance Leipold, the head coach of Kansas, did an unreal job last year. He continued to do a great job because they worked through the Jalen Daniels injury and still were effective, but they didn't have the threat that they had. I mean, Jalen Daniels passed the rating last year, and the way that he was controlling games um, with both his legs and his feet, I don't think there was a – I mean, yeah, he's the best quarterback in the Big 12. I guess Max Duggan would have had him last year, but like I think Jalen Daniels is the best quarterback in the Big 12 going into this season, and I think these Kansas Jayhawks are going to be sexy as hell for a second year in a row. So do they say chop on? Rock on, chalk on. Rock on. Either way, rock hard Jayhawk right here. Give me Kansas, ready to explode in 2023. All right. Well, if you missed yesterday's episode when we talked about Texas versus Texas a and make sure you go check that out again because that kind of gives a little pretext of what I'm about to go into right now. Uh, it's Texas. There's no question about it. You got Steve Sarkeesian, who is, may not be in T-Bob's mind, an elite head coach, is still an elite offensive mind. You got Quinn Ewers. You got the entire offensive line back. You're loaded at receiver. Xavier Worthy's back. Uh, Isaiah Nayor, who who was a Wyoming kid who I covered a few times back uh, a few years ago, was injured in preseason last year. He's back. And then you go still Georgia's best receiver in A.D. Mitchell. You got a three-headed monster at the receiving position. Offensive line and a quarterback that if he can just please look like he did to start the season off last year, is going to be one of the most explosive offenses in the Big 12, going to be one of the most explosive offenses in the country next year. Sark knows offense, T. You can question all you want about Sarkeesian being a head coach. He is a hell of an offensive mind, and he has weapons this year that is almost equivalent to the weapons he had when he was at Alabama. In that conference, <laughs> I'm talking about 40 <laughs> points per game the Longhorns are going to be putting up. A lot oh, of this dude. and not this heading into next season. The president couldn't see Aaron did a little horns up versus horns down. They'll never catch me horns up. Um, actually, I will. I don't care. Horns up for peace. Shout out Eddie Rasovich. Uh, no, Aaron, I mean, imagine choosing an offense that just had their first offensive player drafted in the first round since Vince Young. That's a great choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a great choice, dude. Hey, uh, I have no idea when boys. the last time Kansas. I have no idea when the last time Kansas had a player drafted for Trump. So don't come near that shit. Okay, that's not the point. Was that was that something <laughs> that's fucking drafted? Uh, I'm pretty sure that guy that caught the two point conversion to beat Texas, the fullback. I think he got drafted in the late round sometime in the last couple of years. So you know, that's, jokes that's, on you, nerd. First off. First off, that's when you know an offense is not going to be elite when they have a fullback in 2023. So <laughs> no, no, they don't have the a break anymore. That was years ago. That I, know, years I, know, ago. I know, I know, I know, Relax. I know, I know. All right, now let's go to the best conference in all the land, Aaron Murray. SEC, SEC, yeah, dude. Uh, I freaking hate the SEC. I want everybody to do bad. Um, who do you got? Most explosive offense, July 4th. Who's who's going to be blowing up uh, this fall? Uh, man, I was trying not to be a homer in this one. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Tennessee and Joe Milton and the, and the receivers. And obviously, that offense is, is built to, to, to you know, be explosive. That's the easy choice. Georgia will be the best offense in the SEC this season. Offensive line back, receivers back, the best tight end in America. You got two of the best receivers of transfer in and in, in Love and Ron Ron Thomas. Uh, and you got a quarterback that can push the ball vertically down the field. And you got a coordinator 
who, when he was at Georgia, produced one of the most explosive offenses in the country, and Mike Bobo, and he's back. So you put all that together with the the ease of their schedule. With the ease of their schedule, Georgia will be scoring high 30s, low 40s points per game this season. Going to be one of the most explosive offenses. And Carson Beck is going to win me a lot of money if freaking T-Bob will ever put my bet in for Carson Beck to win the Heisman this year. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know how if you, like, zoom in on a sparkler, you can do, like, camera tricks, it look like a giant explosion? Um, that's the Georgia offense, okay? The numbers are going to be unbelievable because they're playing fucking Central Tennessee tech every single week. But it's going to be such a paper tiger offense. Mike Bobo, mm, so like good. Mike, no, no, okay? Because it ain't going to happen, Aaron. Not when it matters most. I keep telling you all Georgia fans is. And, and for mm. you, I mean, yes, you love Mike Bobo. That's your guy. You're biased. You can't. Yep. Uh, unreal. No, they're, 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 they're going to look good. But again, false flag fireworks, Georgia Bulldogs. Nope. Nope. One, thing, one thing, shockingly, you are correct about is there's actually a lot of good answers in the SEC. Because you're right, yeah. Heifel in Tennessee, they're going to be balling. Joe Milton, you call the most talented quarterback in America, and you're, and you're right about that, just in terms of pure, raw, physical talent. So they'll be awesome. Um, to put on my LSU own will be awesome. I was yep. going to say, put on my own You watched LSU during spring, and you, know, you were blown away by their offense, Jane Daniels, and yep. their receiver room, good O-line. So, like, they should be really good as well. Uh but my answer, I'm going to go with one that's a little – it feels weird because it shouldn't be the answer because the offense, it's what the coach is known for. But last year, kind of, I'm going with Ole Miss. I'm going Lane Kiffin, yeah. Jackson Dart, and Ole Miss. And look, the reason they got Duncan's to get the best running back in the country and everything. But the real reason to me is I feel like we're all kind of sleeping on Jackson Dart a little bit. Not you, Aaron, because you've opened my eyes to this. But – when you look at it, they brought Spencer Sanders in to beat him out. Like, they brought Spencer Sanders in to challenge him to beat him out to come play. They brought Walker Howard in. Like, they made all these moves to say, we don't actually believe in you. And all Jackson Dart did was use that in motivation and get better and better and better and make himself into the for-sure starter coming out of spring. Like, that speaks yep. to me of someone who is ready to take a very big leap. They directly challenged him, and he met the challenges head on, and he won for now, at least coming out of spring. Yep, so, yep. <laughs> excuse me. I say, uh, yeah, give me Jackson Dart and Ole Miss. And look, Lane Kiffin, there's an actual offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, yep. okay? There's the real like that. Alabama offensive coordinator. I think I think, I think, think Judkins is obviously top two or three running back in America, and I think Jackson Dart is going to have uh, a progression – that people are going to sit back and say, you know, Spencer Sanders, who I've been saying for months now, is an absolute idiot for leaving Oklahoma State. Mm. Mm. Just, just the, Dart has it. He's not. He's not Joe Milton. He's not the big six five, throw the ball ninety yards. But when you talk about above average arm strength, arm angles, athleticism, fits perfectly into what Lane Kiffin wants to do offensively. Plus, he's going to get a ton of single high coverage because of all the safety rotation with, with Junkins in the backfield, you're going to win some one-on-one opportunities with Lane Kiffin. I mean, that that damn clipboard, Lane throwing his hands up, going to happen double-digit times this season because that's how good this offense is going to be. So I do like that one, T-Bob. All right, let's head next to the Pac-12 out west. Look, we love the Pac-12 here. Aaron may be constantly trying mm. to clear him dead, but the Pac-12 in 23 is going to be dead. sexy as hell. There's going to be a lot of great offense. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one off. I'm going. You already know me, okay? Once again, I love a Penix pump, and I'm going with Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. 
all Penix and Kalen DeBoer do when they get together is score points. They were incredible in Indiana together. They're incredible again at Washington. Hey, Aaron, how many games did Washington win last year? A lot. Ten. Double digits. Woo. Again, Woo. something Steve Sarkeesian's never done. Oh, but I guess Kalen DeBoer just took over an awesome situation at Washington, It right? did. It did. Anyway, it anyway, did. the point yeah. is, Penix and DeBoer are unstoppable. And then how about this? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. But I think you would be very hard-pressed to find a team that returns not one, but two sophomore 1,000-yard receivers that had over 75 catches and over seven touchdowns. Mm. Romeo mm. Dunze and Jalen McMillan may be the best set of return receivers in the entire country. Oh, and they also, uh, they're also bringing back Polk, who was a true freshman last year that was a third-leading receiver on the team. This Washington offense is ready to friggin' roll, dude. Give me Michael yep. Penix Jr. and the Huskies. This is this is by far the best offensive conference in America between Washington and then Oregon and then USC. Uh, it, it will be it, it, pick your flavor of the hey, week. Hey, Aaron, look, it's my mom. It's your friend. Oh, hey, mom. <laughs> Even though she's blurred out because you got a blurry background, but she's she's hey, she's still relax. damn good. Relax. Even blurred out, she looks damn good, T Bob. Mm. Relax, relax. How did she produce you? Where the hell did you come from? Um, question many have asked. Back to the Pac-12. Washington, yes, phenomenal. But we want to talk about offensive minds here. Lincoln Riley has been the best offensive mind in college football for, I don't know, seven years now, from Oklahoma to what he did last year at USC. Like You're talking about the cream in the crop when it comes to offensive game plan. Then now you throw in Cliff Cliff Kingsbury into the full two, who's going to sprinkle his little magic on it. Not a great head coach, but great offensive mind as well. Two two brain powers with the most gifted college quarterback that I've seen over the past decade um, and maybe over the past two decades. Caleb Williams, we do our quarterback rankings, is, is to me, I would take him in an NFL draft over every quarterback that's been drafted over the past decade, every single one, Ooh. from Trevor Lawrence to, to your boy, um, Joe Burrow, he is a he's a freak of nature, and he just gets better and better and better and better. They got a top transfer running back in Marshawn Lloyd from uh, USC, the other USC on the East Coast, South Carolina. Uh, they've done a great job in the portal when it comes to receivers. They got some great signees, some young freshmen that are studs too. USC with those coaches and Caleb Williams back in an improved defense that should hopefully get him the ball more, to me only signals more off- offensive opportunities more touchdowns, and a really, really high chance of winning back-to-back Heismans. Damn. But you know what Michael Penix Jr. doesn't do? Paint his fingernails. Paint his nails. Yep, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here, here on July 4th, Aaron, we celebrate classic American men, okay? None of this Los Angeles painting your fingernail crap that you seem to be into, man. The hell about it. <laughs> Shit, go dogs. (laughs) Um, Okay, finally, we arrive at the most offensive of all Mm. of the conferences in college football. The Big Ten. That's right, baby. If you like running, if you like running the ball, if you like great defense, if you like throwing for under 225 yards, this is the conference for you. This is the conference we are guaranteed to see fireworks. Aaron, who's going to be blowing up 
the now frigid nighttime skies are going to play night games. Who's going to be blowing it up this fall? Uh, obviously, the easy answer would be Ohio State with those receivers, but I just I'm not going to go. I'm going to go with Michigan. I think what you saw Michigan at towards the end of the season, what you saw for them in the bowl game versus TCU, is going to be more than Michigan that we're we're, we're going to see this year. And obviously, when you got Corum back at running back and, and that stable backs, they're going to be explosive. They're going to dominate the line of scrimmage. But I anticipate J.J. McCarthy to be the J.J. McCarthy we saw at the end of the season, throwing the ball vertically down the field, winning those one-on-one matches because of all the seven-man boxes you're going to see with that running game. They're going to be elite. They're just better than everyone else. And 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 I I, I love the balance. I love offenses. Like I like Tennessee. I get that offense. I get Ohio State, what they want to do. But the offenses that are winning right now are the ones that can do both. Run the football effectively, dominate the line of scrimmage, and then take shot plays down the field. That's how Georgia's won the past couple of years. And I think that's what's going to give Michigan an opportunity to win big this year as well. Their ability to do both, and it all rests on J.J. McCarthy kind of stepping up from last season, which I think he can do. Uh, a fine answer, Aaron, and one Thank that you. a lot Thank of you. me agrees with. Um, but the wrong answer, once again. Because there is one offense in the Big Ten that is set to explode. Aaron, when you reach rock bottom, what's the only oh, direction God. you can go? Okay, <laughs> up. Uh, it's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, right, dude. Brian Ferentz' revenge season begins now. My guy said, no, don't give me any of my salary contract bonuses Freeze my salary. I don't want to raise. I got to get back in the lab. I'm ready to work. Okay. Iowa knows there's no cutting any corners. Okay. You, you want to go hire Garrett Riley or whoever the sexy uh, coordinator is. You want to go and try to just go see the Titanic with your little PS3 controller. Real offenses take time. It takes development and it takes sticking to the plan, okay? And Brian Ferentz is the plan. He is James Cameron with a submarine that's been built with years and years of research, a million dollars down there in the Mariana Trench. Brian Ferentz is ready to change the game this year, okay? Because you know what? He's due. We we see it all the time in sports. Great players like one of 30 at the plate, he's due. You know, Steph Curry's only shooting 20% of threes for the first three quarters. Watch out for the fourth quarter because he's fucking due. You know who's due this year? Brian Ferentz. Let's go, Hawkeyes. Going to be the most improved offense in the Big Ten. Let's go, baby. They got Cade McNamara now, too, baby. You got yourself a quarterback heading into this season, so you never know. You never know. You never know. And I don't want to hear any bullshit. Brian Ferentz is the answer. Uh, all right, Aaron, we actually ended up going a bit long on this. Uh, real quick to wrap up here. What 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 do you – if we were going to ask you, college football, America's team, who yep. you got? If I had to pick America's team right now on America's birthday, I'm going to go with the Michigan Wolverines in this one. Um, people don't love Alabama. People don't love Georgia. Yep. People don't want Texas to have success. People don't give a damn about football on the West Coast. People don't like Ohio State. People like Michigan – because the brand of football they play, they're 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 bring your lunch pail to work, grind it out, tough nose, old school, not super old school football, but more that physicality of football that we all love. You love that, and they haven't won yet. So people aren't yeah. sick of Michigan. People are sick of Georgia. People are sick of Alabama. People hate talking about Texas, and they people don't like Ohio State. 
Michigan is the only answer. Notre Dame is old school. No one really cares about this. This isn't the 1970s and 60s and 80s. Like new school football, Michigan runs more with that than Notre Dame does. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because maybe they're and, – and, and America's team in college football is weird to begin with because the sport's so like, like localized and regionalized and it's very hard to accept it. Like if you're an Ohio State fan hearing this, you're probably bleeding out of your ears at this point. But, but Aaron's right. Like in terms of the elements, that, like when Michigan is good, I get like, I, I feel like I, I have feelings of like Christmas and like, yeah. like, 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 you know, white snow out falling outside of my house and I'm covered up by warm fire and like everybody's in a good mood and, and I got some good crooners playing in the background and my kids are all happy and like we're all decorating the tree. There's just something that feels intrinsically mm-hmm. Norman Rockwell classic America about the Michigan Wolverines winning Natty. Now, as soon as they win one, that all changes, right? Yes. Like, I even saw it a bit. Like, in 2019, LSU was a pretty close to America's team. Come down to nowhere, sexy, fun. Um, nobody's too worried about it. And then we kind of we, you know, receded into the darkness once again. I think Washington, if they really went on a run, now, I don't think they're capable of winning Natty. But if they went on a run and somehow did, but, you know, that's the thing, Aaron. They, they have a lot of same elements of Michigan, not the brand, but – um, they're likable. Like, like yeah. who would not be cheering for Washington if they play well, Georgia? If Washington plays Ohio yeah. State, even if Washington plays Michigan, the majority of the country probably cheer for Washington. Mm, so, so you got to find I, one I, of these I, teams that isn't isn't too good. Well, I think that the thing that benefits Michigan too, compared to say an LSU, is I think there's also a major hate for SEC football. I think Big Ten yeah. is like the 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 the. The little brother that everyone wants to love because the big yeah. brothers get all the attention in the SEC. So like the the Big Ten is kind of everyone's kind of cheering for someone to take down the SEC. Obviously, Ohio State has been able to get that done. Michigan seems like they could have that opportunity, and obviously, their run over the past couple of years gets people a lot more excited. Hey, shout out America! Shout out Pat Gunther producing today. I don't know what Ryan Brumley's doing, just sitting around with a thumb up his ass. Actually, for real, though, shout out Ryan Brumley. Shout out Adam Grassi, Danny Cardenas, our guy, Polly Walnuts, Nerdy's Finest. And uh, biggest of all, shout out and thank you to uh, everybody who listens every day. And we hope that you continue to have fun and listen and help us grow the show. YouTube.com slash at volume saps. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. And uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, you already know if you rate a review, that helps. You can send it to your friends. And a huge thank you to the volume for having us here and Papa Colin, uh, who is uh, the president in my heart, like July 4th. I don't know. You, you get it, right? I'm just trying to catch up to Aaron for his brown nosing. Yeah. Love you, Colin. Uh, Aaron, I love you, man. I hope you and the family are very fun. Safe love you, big boy. Happy 4th of July, man. Yeah, give your mom a kiss for me. See you, Bob. Happy 4th, everyone. Okay. Give your mom a kiss for me, dude. How about that? Okay, whatever, dude. Happy 4th. See you all later. We'll see you back to normal schedule on Wednesday. See you then. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.